Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.badycontest.org, B-A-D-I-E contest.org, and keep on enjoying audio description. To sign up for our announcements, send a blank email to radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. That's radio-announce plus subscribe at acblists.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Tonight, we're going on a cruise to the Mediterranean. And all of you know that if you're in the Mediterranean, you can be in different countries. So it doesn't matter what kind of recipe you have tonight. So... Thank you, Jason, for streaming us tonight, and welcome to anyone that's listening on ACB Radio Community. And Cindy, welcome. Thank you for being my host. So, would you like to tell people how they can raise their hands and mute and unmute, please? I sure will. Okay, so, for those of you who are on the telephone, what you do is you are star six to mute and unmute. If you're on the and you want to raise or lower your hand, it is alt nine. I mean, I'm sorry, star nine. Okay. And if you are on your computer, alt A to mute and unmute, alt Y to raise and lower your hand. If you are on the smartphone, lower left hand corner is to mute and unmute, lower right hand corner and more is to raise and lower your hand. Mac commands, command shift A, mute or unmute. Option Y is raise or lower hand. And if while we're going through the call and anybody you get stuck, you're trying to either mute or, un- or trying to unmute yourself, I may go to the next person, come back to you. Don't worry, we won't leave you out. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Cindy. Um, and... Um... I'm probably going to embarrass this woman, but birthday girl's here. Happy birthday, Desi. (laughs) So, Desi, unmute. Thank you, Sheila. And thank you for your very sweet note this morning. That was very cool. And um, introduce yourself and where are you from? And did you bring a recipe or are you just coming to have a party with us? <laughs> Tonight I'm just coming to have a party because I went out for lunch and had a huge meal and I can't even think about recipes <laughs> right now. <laughs> However, um, yes, uh, I'm Desi. I am from Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, today I am celebrating my 67th birthday. So you caught up so. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, happy birthday, well, dear! Congratulations. <laughs> Well, Sheila, you have 13 participants. I'm excited. So, all right. If you would like to introduce yourself and don't have a recipe, that's okay. But if you have a recipe and would like to share it, please raise your hand. 
and let's get this cruise going to the Mediterranean. Who we got, Cindy? Oh, okay. Um, right now, nobody's brave enough. Um, yeah, somebody's got their no. Somebody's got their hand raised, honey. I do not have that on mine. Okay. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Peggy Carpenter. Okay. Usually the name. Okay, you, Peggy has her hand up. You freaked me out because I saw your name, my name, and usually the name shows between our names. And I also hear it in my ear. Now you have three people. Have their All hands. right. So, Peggy, Peggy, how are you're you one. tonight? Peggy, got to unmute, dear. Sorry, oh, that was me. I switched go. off of Zoom and then it wouldn't let me uh, unmute. So, <laughs> what a surprise, huh? How are you tonight? Good, good. Well, I love Greek food. And, oh, where um, are you from? Oh, I'm from uh, Seabring, Florida. Thank you. Where we have to say it was 82 today, so, you know, <laughs> not, not to brag, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I love Greek food, and um, uh, so the recipe I have, um, I haven't made it in years, but I, I used to make it, um, oh, once in a while, and it was very good. Um, anyway, it's, I'm not even quite sure how you stay, say it. Um, I think it's called pasticcio, I think is the way they say it. Close and, enough. Um, yeah, it's really Greek lasagna. And um, I first had this actually in Greece and loved it and so found the recipe and decided to try to make it. Um, anyway, so it calls for two and a half cups or half a pound of macaroni. And you cook that as you normally would. And then you mix that with four tablespoons of melted butter and four beaten eggs. And you put half of it in a two and a half quart casserole. Um, then you make the meat mixture. So in a, in a fry pan, uh, cook a pound of hamburg and a chopped, one chopped onion. And when that's sort of cooked, then add uh, an eight ounce tomato sauce, um, half a cup of water, half a teaspoon of cinnamon, and salt and pepper. I know the cinnamon's a little weird, but I think that's what makes it Greek. Um, then you pour that over the um, macaroni that you've put in the casserole. You simmer that for 25 minutes so it thickens up a little bit and gets a good flavor. Then you pour that over the, um, the macaroni in the casserole. And you top it with the remaining, the other half of the macaroni. Um, after sprinkling some cinnamon, uh, a little bit more cinnamon and a little nutmeg on the uh, on the meat before you put the macaroni on. Then you, um, in a in a in a saucepan, melt four tablespoons of butter and six tables. Add six tablespoons of flour and cook that a little bit, and then gradually stir in two cups of milk until it gets thick. And then you add in three quarters of a cup of feta cheese. And when you've got that melted and all together, then you just pour that over the top of the pasta in the casserole and you bake it uncovered at 350 for 30 minutes. Mm. It's good. Uh, it's called pasticcio. Mm. I, yes. just, I, just, I just asked Lady A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Right. But they, gonna, call, like, they, you know, they call it Greek that. lasagna. Yeah, well, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. And I have noticed I, when I was looking for Greek um, 
recipes because Mediterranean to me is, you know, Italian, whatever, mm-hmm. but more Greek. And when I was looking, they use oregano in everything. But yeah, I didn't, and this I, doesn't but, have it. No, yeah. this doesn't have oregano. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't see anything with cinnamon. So that's. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet that adds a really good flavor, though. Yeah. Well, thank you. Sure. Thank you, thank you. All right, Cindy, who's next? There you go, Mary Grace. Or no, I'm sorry, Dolly, you're up. Hi, Dolly, how are you tonight? Dolly, you are muted. You're having difficulty? Give me a few seconds. Don't worry, we'll get you. I got it. How are you tonight? Oh, good, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I I sent a um, recipe, uh, and... It is sauerkraut and sausage, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not sure. See, my parents were from uh, Yugoslavia, so oh, I think okay. that's Mediterranean, right? Hey, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, sausage and sauerkraut is one of my favorite, favorite meals, but I'm German, um, so. <laughs> they were from um, Croatia, so, you know, my mom always made this, and so I make it every holiday along with the regular food, you know, but uh-huh. our son-in-laws always look forward to the sauerkraut and sausage, but, and then I have a tortellini salad, so did you want me to just run the, through do, real Just do the sausage and sauerkraut, and I'll put both of them in the, in the document. Okay, okay. Um, the sauerkraut, and this is all from memory, so um, I never had anything written wrote down and so I, I did it this afternoon um, I didn't measure it out either so I'm hoping it'll work mm-hmm. but anyway you take um, you get a pot and you put just a little bit of like olive oil in the bottom and uh, you take you know the squeeze garlic you know the mm-hmm. kind that you squeeze out <laughs> you take um, about a tablespoon of that and put it in the bottom maybe two tablespoons mm-hmm. then and then you take your um, we buy the bag of kraut at the butcher part of the grocery store, you know, the kind that come in the bag and they're cold. So um, you take that kraut and you um, put it in the strainer and you rinse it real good with cold water and then um, squeeze it and then put it in the pot with the garlic and the little tiny bit of oil and toss it around um, on low heat so it gets coated with everything. And then you take about a... um, half a bottle of ketchup and it's about 10 ounces I think you take about 10 ounces of ketchup and about 20 ounces of water and a tablespoon of brown sugar mm. because this is a sour dish and um, then you would take Eckridge, I like Eckridge smoked sausage mm-hmm. and you know how it comes at like kind of a U-shaped ring Right. you take make little slices like maybe an inch apart and you throw that in there too and then you bring it to a boil and um for about an hour oh well just bring it to a boil and then you turn it on simmer for about an hour and a half and it's got kind of a a a reddish color to it not dark red light you know just a little red color Uh because but it's really good it's sweet and sour and you could serve it with like mashed potatoes or potato salad and green beans. Yum, yum, yum. Well, I um, go ahead. Cheesy and, tortellini. You want it? Yeah, yeah. The tortellini salad that you sent me. I did not get a chance to look at the the ingredients, but um, go ahead and give it real quick. Go ahead, go ahead and give the tortellini real quick. 
two bags of frozen cheese tortellini, one green pepper chopped, one red pepper chopped, one yellow pepper chopped, one cucumber chopped, one small can of black olives, mm. and a small carton of grape tomatoes, one bottle of wishbone Italian dressing. Then the directions are you cook the tortellini according to the uh, package. Uh, you put half of the dressing on it and then put it in the refrigerator. You know, toss the dressing around, put it in the refrigerator. The next day, you put all the rest of the stuff in there and um, you put the rest of the dressing in. And it's delicious. Well, it's got olives in it, so that classifies as Greek. <laughs> That's delicious. That's delicious. That sounds very good. Well, yeah, thank you, dear. Very easy to make. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Who's next, Cindy? Uh, Mary Grace. You want to unmute? Mary Grace. Hi, Mary Grace. <laughs> unmute, dear. Okay. Now I'm unmuted. There you go. There you yes, go. You <laughs> I know it's challenging at times, and sometimes Zoom doesn't want to cooperate, so it's... <laughs> Uh, anyway, I couldn't find a Greek recipe I wanted to do, so I've got an Italian recipe. It's okay. It's, you know, hey, we're on, we're in the Mediterranean, okay? <laughs> I was happy when I saw that. And actually, I did send it to you. I probably didn't do it till about five o'clock. I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. So, anyway, uh, this is lasagna, uh, but this is a cheese lasagna. It doesn't have any meat. Uh Anyway, uh, the ingredients are a pound of lasagna noodles, two pounds of ricotta cheese, uh, two beaten eggs, one cup uh, parmesan, one half cup fresh parsley, um, a half a pound of thin sliced mozzarella, and tomato sauce. So, what you do is you cook the lasagna noodles if you've got the cooking kind or you get the no bake lasagna and don't cook them. <laughs> uh, you first, you get a nine by 13 inch pan or, you know, it's a nice big pan and you put the sauce on the bottom. Then you put the lasagna on top of that. Then uh, you want to make layers. So you just want enough to cover. Uh, then for what I call the filling, uh, you uh, mix together uh, the ricotta cheese, the beaten eggs, uh, the Parmesan, and the parsley. And you get that all mixed together. You put that on top of the, um, of the lasagna. Then you cover that with the mozzarella cheese, and then you cover that with the sauce. And then you make four layers if you can get them all in. You make as many layers as you can. Uh, then uh, you end with the, the, you want the sauce to be the, the, on top. You want that to be your top layer. Uh, you cover it. Oh, I think I forgot to say there that you covered it in the thing I sent you, but you cover it. You bake it at 375 for about an hour. Uh, and if you uh, put a knife in uh, and just kind of, you know, put it on top, uh, it should be warm. And that, that shows you that it's done. And that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Did you say where you were from? No, I didn't. Okay. 
I'm from the mountains of North Carolina, Waynesville, uh, Western North Carolina. Okay, thank you. I've been there. <laughs> All right, Cindy, who's next? Uh, Albert, would you like to unmute yourself, please? Kim, welcome. I know where you're from, but nobody else does. <laughs> I'm Kim. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. Welcome. Thank you. And um, honestly, Sheila, I forgot about this this recipe called, but I do have something that has feta cheese in it, so we're going to call it Greek. Cool. Okay. I got this from my uh, church. We had a lady at the church who would cook every Wednesday night, and she cooked a whole meal for everybody. And one of the meals was she'd um, take whole chickens and you know, cook them like you would cook them to get them just to get the meat off of them. And she, so she had like shredded her little hunks of chicken and she put them in a pita, a pita bread, you know, half. Uh -huh. You put the chicken in there and then you put in, I always like to put my feta cheese in next so it was kind of warm and kind of get a little bit melty next to the chicken. And then um, she'd put our wheat after. She would serve it, but we would build it. Um, so that's so why I'm going. She, we, um, anyway, she would have lettuce available, and really, that was all I ever put in mine was the lettuce and the feta and the chicken because uh, the pita didn't hold much. But I bet you could put in olives and stuff like that. And um, they just they were they made a good little light snacky kind of dinner. Yum, sounds good. Yep. Thank you, ma'am. Sure. Almost sounds like you could make it into a a gyro, as they say, but gyro. Yeah. <laughs> I call them gyros. <laughs> Probably well, could. Thank you, dear. Thanks sure. for being here. Sure. All right. Who's next, Cindy? Okay, Mary Ward. Would you like to unmute yourself? Hi, Mary. How are you? Uh, how do I do it? You did it. You're oh, good. I'm on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I have two recipes. I made it, and thanks for calling on me because I'm going to have to go do some other things too. Anyway, um, where are you well, from, Mary? I am from Austin, Texas. Thank you. And um, I'll tell you the one. I don't have this one written down, but I do it all the time for hummus, which is a Mediterranean recipe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You need either a can of garbanzo beans, or you can cook them from um, dried, maybe a half a cup dried, um, and cook those, or take a can of them, and um, I'd say at least drain them. You might want to rinse them, too. It depends on how much salt you want to have. Uh, so anyway, you take those. Sometimes I reserve out just a little bit of the liquid just in case I'm going to need it, but I usually don't. Um, you're going to need either a blender or one of those magic bullets or something to do this um so you take the beans you need um a good maybe tablespoon some splashes of olive oil um put that all in the blender squeeze at least two tablespoons of lemon juice sometimes i just cheat and use lime because they're cheaper um <laughs> <laughs> it's the same <laughs> one of my friends told me that that uh they're not the same. You're a Mexican, which I'm not. But <laughs> if you well, you're think close that, you've to Mexican. <laughs> if you think that, you have to be a Mexican. But so I think it. So I do that. And you need 
uh, two tablespoons to a quarter cup of tahini, which is a sesame paste. Now, if you don't have that or can't get it, peanut butter will work. It's not as good. It doesn't give you that nice, deep, rich taste, but it'll work. Hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of, um, I actually learned that from a friend who was uh, Palestinian-American, that if you have to substitute, do peanut butter. Um, anyway, you take all of that, put it, and you can season it. You can put garlic in it. Um you just make a paste out of that in the blender. And that's why I'm saying if you have a little of that reserve liquid just in case uh -huh. it's too thick for the blender to, to process. It usually uh -huh. isn't, though. Um, and that's that's really all there is to it. And it's got to you put a little bit of salt, however much you think you need. If you think it, you salt it, you season it to taste. Yeah. And then you just serve it either with, traditionally it's with pita bread, but. It's also good if you just either put it on a sandwich with something else or if you um, use it as a dip, which would be a, one reason to make it a little tiny bit, well, not really that much thinner. Uh, you use it as a dip for vegetables. So right. you can have pita breads, you know, cut up pepper and um, carrots and if you like tomatoes, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's one recipe. It's just, it's easy. Yeah, and it the is. other one is the one I sent you, the... Uh, um, the one pot pasta fagioli that I found a recipe for. Oh yeah. That recipe, you get, you need a couple of tablespoons of olive oil. Um, you're going to take a pound of, if you want to use meat, you take a pound of some kind of ground meat, whether that is hamburger or, um, hamburger or sausage or round turkey or whatever you want to use. Um, you start that browning in the oil. And then once it starts to brown, you put the other vegetables in it. And the other vegetables are going to be a chopped onion, a cup of chopped carrots, and two stalks of, of celery chopped up. So you're going to cook those uh, for, hang on, I'm trying to get down to that part of the recipe. Uh, yeah, I forgot to fix this. Um, cook those really till the um, vegetables are kind of tender. And you can put... Um, an optional um, chopped up zucchini in there. So the other vegetables go 10 minutes and then you put the, uh, stir it every once in a while and you, if you use the zucchini you put in about maybe five minutes in and the same with any garlic that you have chopped up. Now you've got a um, between two cups and a quart of broth. I usually use a pretty a quart um, and a um, can of spaghetti sauce. This is the cheating thing. Why it's one pot. <laughs> uh, add that and one to two cans of beans. And these can be white beans, uh, you know, navy beans or garbanzo beans or kidney beans. Those will all work. Um, and uh, <coughs> season it with stuff like oregano, parsley, basil. Uh, whatever it is that you want to thyme, maybe parsley, mm -hmm. um, add as much of that kind of stuff and salt and pepper as you want. So stir the beans in and add an eight ounce package of shell macaroni. And you bring this whole thing to a boil, reduce the heat to medium low, cook it another, say, 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and you serve this whole thing with, um, Parmesan cheese, I like to like sprinkle Parmesan cheese on the top of it. Um, it's good with crusty Italian bread. Um, 
sometimes too, when I'm doing this, I actually slice more vegetables, you know, to make us eat more vegetables Uh um, and then just cook them, you know, put them in after the meat's done and just make sure they're all done before I, you know, cook them maybe a few minutes before I put just a couple of minutes before I put the pasta in. Cause they'll take just a little bit longer than the pasta will. Right. So anyway, that's that. Um, well, thank you. And thank, I'm, and I'm so glad you reached out to me today because it, it's, I know it's a, it's hard but, to switch from one computer to another. <laughs> well, and you got, yeah. And I, I have, I have to, it's funny how you don't have anything to do for days and days and days. And then all of a sudden everything has to happen on the same night. <laughs> right. Well, well thank, thank you. And thank you for doing this for us. Oh, really thank, appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right. I see other people on the call. And even if you don't have a recipe, say hi. I, I did do, I did do some research for a couple of Greek recipes. Um, so if you would like to say hi, please raise your hand. If not, then I will pull up the couple of recipes that I found. I've got a Greek restaurant and, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to do just Greek. We can do anything in the Mediterranean. <clears throat> but I love Greek, some Greek food, not all of it. And I have a Greek restaurant right around the corner from my house and I go there and they've got a casserole that has shrimp and feta and lemon sauce and I don't I wish I knew the recipe for that but not to say that I would make it but I wish I knew the recipe but I'll share um I know I know a lot of the rest the um, entrees they have at this restaurant have lemon sauce on the chicken lemon sauce on their potatoes um, but I did find a Greek, um, let's see, let me find my Greek, Greek lemon potatoes. Mm. You get about, hmm, I don't remember how, you know, whatever you're trying to fix, you have to figure out measurements, but, um, potatoes peeled and cut in chunks and then a third cup of olive oil. Two, two lemons juiced, so not lemon juice. You have to get the real lemon. Um, two teaspoons of salt, one teaspoon of oregano, a half teaspoon of pepper, and three cups of chicken broth. And then you preheat the oven to 400 degrees. You put the potatoes in a bowl and you cover with all of the ingredients except the chicken broth. And then... You layer the potatoes in a, I would say, probably 13 by 9. Um, let's see. And it's already got the olive oil, so you don't have to grease the pan. You pour the chicken broth over top of the potatoes, and you roast for one hour. So that is the Greek lemon potatoes. And this restaurant that I go to does have lemon potatoes. I'm not sure that's how they make them, but... And then I've got a Greek yogurt chicken, and it's uh, thighs and legs boned in, and then you make a marinade of a half teaspoon of pepper, a teaspoon of salt, one and one half teaspoon of oregano. <laughs> All of the Greek recipes have oregano in them. <laughs> um, Three-fourths <laughs> cup of Greek yogurt, two tablespoons of olive oil, a half a cup of lemon juice, 
and two, is it two tablespoons of red wine vinegar, white wine vinegar, or apple cider, apple cider vinegar. That's easy to say. And then um, two teaspoons of of garlic. And you preheat the oven to 350 degrees. You you coat the chicken in the marinade and refrigerate overnight. And then you put foil on your pan. If you have a rack, it's recommended that you use a rack. Bake skin side up for 30 minutes and keep the marinade. Don't throw it out. Don't turn the chicken after the 30 minutes. Put more marinade on the chicken. So, you know, use a spoon, brush, whatever, and then cook for another 20 minutes and then let sit and serve it with your lemon potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I just, I love, I love the, um, and their lemon sauce is made with two cups of chicken sauce. I mean, chicken broth, one garlic clove minced, one to two lemons juiced, one and one half cups of lemon um, of heavy cream and you put everything except the cornstarch and there's cornstarch you put everything in a saucepan and you cook it and then if it's not thick enough add you know your cornstarch and water slurry and then you can serve that lemon sauce over whatever you want but that is that is a very popular thing in everything I saw with Greek uh, recipes, that appears to be a very famous um, either marinade or a saute or sauce or whatever. So, but anyway, so come on, somebody help me out here because I don't have any other recipes Greek. I have, you know, I have a lot of Italian and Mexican, but Mexico is not in the Mediterranean. So, I failed geography, but I know that. Um, Sheila. Yes, my dear. Um, you know, I thought I thought about a bunch of people would call in with that baklava recipe. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, baklava! I, yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a good Greek dessert. Yeah, and um, and then hitos are they made with are they made with beef and lamb? Yeah, and chicken. Okay, I thought so. And, and chicken? chicken? Uh-huh. I oh, think okay. so. I think the, the restaurant that I go to has heroes with the chicken, too. Yeah, well, I thought everybody I, would be calling in on that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I did find a recipe for, um, oh, oh spend, spend, what, is, what did I tell you it was, Peggy? <laughs> Let me go see if I can Spanakopita. Spanakopita, yeah. Uh, the little spinach, uh, feta cheese triangles, those are always good. Right, right. Mm. And I do and have that. Um, tzatziki is really easy, too. Tzatziki, you know, the sauce that they serve with, like, the gyros. Yeah, um, I, you know, tell us how to make that because I don't have a clue. It's really easy. Um, I take, like, half a cup of uh, yogurt, or depending on how much Greek yogurt, you know, depending on how much you want. And then uh, a splash of vinegar. Uh, and I usually <laughs> use white vinegar just because I got a lot of it. Um, lots of garlic. <laughs> so like maybe two or three cloves of garlic and then take a cucumber and kind of shred it with like a, um, you know, like put it on a grater, you know, peel it and then um, grate it on the big grate on a grater. And um, that's all you got to do. And it's really good. Wow. 
Yeah, I I'm not an Eero person. I, I don't care for. I don't like lamb. I I have tried it many times. I don't like it. I have tried um, the one that is beef, and you know it's it's okay, but. I'd rather I like have the chicken. Uh, I like the chicken souvlaki. Usually they call it chicken souvlaki, and it's like marinated chicken and like lemon. Mm-hmm. But then that's, they, that's what I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that. And then you, you know, they put that in a pita with some, you know, probably tomatoes and olives and feta mm-hmm. cheese and some tzatziki sauce. Or, yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah. I think they usually have pork souvlaki too. I think you can get that. But I, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of the. Um, <clears throat> the beef and lamb on but a yeah. lot of people love it yeah yeah well i just pulled up my recipe for the spanakopia is that how you say it yes okay <laughs> i'm not greek so you mentioned it, something about spinach mm-hmm. triangles what yeah that's what i that's what i'm getting ready to tell you right now oh, okay spanakopita and um it's 16 ounces of frozen spinach thawed and drained, two bunches of flat leaf parsley, finely chopped, one large onion, finely chopped, two garlic cloves, minced, two teaspoons of of olive oil, four eggs, 10 ounces of feta cheese. Uh, I didn't write down how much dill weed, but a little bit of dill weed goes a long way. So (laughs) a little bit. Uh And uh, black pepper and a package of the phyllo dough, which everybody, if if you have done anything with phyllo dough, you know it is paper thin sheets, very very thin. And this is 16 ounces of phyllo dough, and then one cup of olive oil. And what you do is preheat the oven to 325 degrees. You mix the filling well. You unroll the phyllo dough because it's so thin. Um, you place it between two damp dishcloths or towels. Um, if not, it will dry out and you can't even think about working with it. So you um, grease a 9 by 13 pan with olive oil. You place sheets of the phyllo, just one layer of the sheets of the phyllo dough. Then you put olive oil on top of that and then put some more um, phyllo dough. And you've got to use about two-thirds of your package of phyllo dough. Then you spread the filling on top of that. Then you <clears throat> put the rest of the um, phyllo dough on top of the filling. And you continue with the olive oil. Put a little bit of water, just drops of water on top. And then you can take a knife and do little, as Peggy said, they are triangles. So you can pre-cut it a little bit before you bake it, but you don't have to. And you bake it for one hour, take it out, finish cutting it. And then that's that spinach, the spinach, um, you know, spinacata or sp- spinacopia. I can't even say it. <laughs> as I said, I'm not Greek. It's really good, though. <laughs> it is good. It is good. And I was hoping Haley would be here because I was wanting to share a spinach recipe with Haley. 
She did her call nice this week about, about spinach. So, so anyway, so all right. Anybody else have a recipe? Because I don't want to end up. Okay, both Peggy's had their hand up. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, no, that's I was going to okay. get the tzatziki. You can put mine down. Okay. And that's Peggy C. Yes. That, that was yeah. Peggy Carpenter. I know your yeah. voice. The other Peggy, I, your twin, Peggy Ann. I know. <laughs> Hi, Peggy. How Hi. are the other Peggy? How are you tonight? I'm okay. Um, how are you? I'm good. Um, well, I I have I found a recipe for tzatziki sauce. <laughs> oh, good. Well, where are you from, Peggy? I'm from Maryland. Thank you. Um, and um. So the tzatziki sauce that I found, um, and the other Peggy can, um, since she's, I guess, made this a lot, can, you know, I guess, whether this is a good one or not, um, it seems very simple. Um, it's, um, it says it yields eight servings. Oops. Wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Um, it says one cup. Um, I think I sent this to you, um, Sheila. So, um, you should have gotten it in the email already, but if not, I haven't looked. I don't, I don't think I have, but I've been on calls all day. So, okay. So I can, I can resend it. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, but it's one cup fat free, uh, Greek yogurt. Um, uh, let's see. Two cloves of garlic crushed. Half cucumber finely chopped, one tablespoon chopped fresh parsley, salt to taste, um, and let's see, mix green yogurt, cucumber, garlic, parsley, salt together in a bowl, cover with plastic wrap, uh, refrigerate for one hour, stir before serving, and then there's a note that, um, Dill would probably be good, if not better than parsley. Um, so that's what I have. And this is from uh, allrecipes.com is where I found this one. So this seems similar to the other Peggy's. Although I thought she said something about lemon juice or vinegar or something. I don't know, Peggy. I, I apologize. The other Peggy. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, I I um I I just put a I I forgot parsley on mine, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, but yeah, I think dill is good in it, and and I you know mine calls for like a splash of you know some kind of acidy thing. I guess it helps with the yogurt, but um you know either lemon juice or a little vinegar or something is is good. Just a little you know teaspoon or something. Okay. Well, it sounds good. Yeah, it's good with vegetables like carrots and stuff like that. It's good. Pita bread. Uh-huh. I had, um, there's a Greek um, place here that they'll make like a spinach type of, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a spinach pie. Um, similar to what you were describing with the triangles uh-huh. with the uh-huh. phyllo dough. Uh-huh. It was similar to that. And they serve the tzatziki sauce so that you can put that on the, on the spinach um, thing, so I don't know, but it might be good. On yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't either. I know the the one restaurant, the Greek restaurant I go to, has a baked 
feta that they serve with um, the pita bread. And, uh, I, you know, give me the baked feta all oh, day yes. long. <laughs> I know. I wish I knew the recipe for that because, and I know a lot of people don't like the, the taste of feta cheese, but I love feta cheese and I love olives. So, you know, Hey, yeah, I must have some Greek in me somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I got German, but I'm not sure about the Greek. So, all right. Anybody else? Let's see. Want to say hi or right now just anything in the mediterranean you know we don't have to be we're, we're not in the greek isles we could be in italy we yes we be, have somebody okay uh area code 605 you want to identify yourself and it's yes it's dawn brush well oh, hello miss dawn how are I you don't recognize that i'm area good code but I um I don't have anything Greek or anything like that. I actually would have to say that I have probably I don't even know if I've ever really had any of it. Um, but I I'd be you know sure would like to try. So um, if some of the recipes you know when they come out, I'll take a look at them. Well, thank you, thank you for being here. And where are you from, Dawn? Oh, I'm from South Dakota, <laughs> where it's going to be. Well, we aren't even going to reach zero this weekend, oh, so dear, dear it is Lord. time to bundle up. Oh, <laughs> I can't, can't even go out. Can't even imagine it. Can't even imagine it. So that's why I live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, oh, rub it in. <laughs> so Ron, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Anybody else want to say hi and give us a little bit of a Mediterranean input? Don't be shy, right? I'm dying to ask a question. Okay, Yell, there you go. Hi, Al. How are you? My goodness, I think this is, a, is this one of the few times you've joined our recipe call. How are you? You are muted. There you go. I am now muted. Hello. I, I don't have a recipe. I just wanted to say hello. I love Mediterranean food. Um, I've been to many great restaurants with many different types of things including lasagna. Lasagna is not exactly considered primarily Italian. Um, it is also Greek. So, um, and, and pizza too, and different things. And I love- What's your favorite, sauce. what's your favorite um, Greek food? I love lamb. Just give me something with lamb and tzatziki sauce and mm -hmm. rice and vegetables or fish. And I'll just pour the, the, the sauce all over the food and I'll just- eat it right up. I just, <laughs> I, I love anything Mediterranean ex except olives. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, but I love, I'm like you, I love feta cheese. You don't like um, olives? What's wrong with I, you? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I gave them a go. I love a good well, well, salad. Well, as long as you olives. tried it. Okay. As long <laughs> as you tried it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to say hello, Sheila and, and whoever's hosting. And I hope that you guys say well. Oh, thank you, dear. Thanks for being here. Okay, um, Desi, yes. hi, Desi. Hey, here I am back again to mm -hmm. haunt you all. Um, today, um, at my Italian lunch that we had, uh -huh. um, I have not found a recipe for this yet, but I'm going to keep looking because it was so good. We had this thing called caramel 
Budino, spelled B-U-D-I-N-O. And Budino is apparently the Italian word for custard. Oh. And it was really amazing. Um, it they had done something so that the caramel almost had a almost had a like a coffee flavor to it. It was delicious. Hmm. But the mm. custard part was not real sweet. It almost was more like a it almost reminded me of a sour cream base. So anyway, I am gonna I'm gonna look for this. I was trying to look for it and and pay attention to the call at the same time and I wasn't having any luck, but I have not given up. I'm gonna look for it because it was so good. And I want well, to share it with you all. And and I just flipped over to Google and found a caramel budino with um what's it let's see, let me see what so with salted caramel sauce. So that mm. may be what you had. <laughs> yeah, it might. Although I don't think we had the salted because it wasn't salty at all. But well, um, salted caramel. So yeah, it, I know, it, yeah. I know. But you can usually kind of tell the salts and salted caramel. At least I can. But yeah. um, but this wasn't. But oh my gosh, it was good. Wow. It was really good. Wow. Yeah, so. you got to find the recipe and then send it to me. I'll put it in the document. <laughs> All right. If I find one, I'll send it to you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Sheila. And I'm so glad you had a great lunch. Uh-huh. It was wonderful. Awesome. Thank you, dear. Okay, Sheila, you have 10 minutes left. And, Hilbert, uh, you already are unmuted, so go hey, ahead. Hey, Kim. Hey, Sheila. I was just That's, going to... I should have renamed you. Um, to... Say something about the tzatziki sauce. Uh-huh. My sister-in-law is from is part is uh, half Iranian. Her father was from Iran, uh-huh. and I'm just surprised at the 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 similarities in the food. She used to make that same yogurt. She just called it yogurt sauce or yogurt, you know, yogurt thing. She never said it was tzatziki, but um, she. I loved it. I fell in love with this stuff, and she'd make big old tubs of it and send it home with me. And um, the hummus, too. The hummus, she, I always thought that was a Persian dish, you know. But apparently they kind of go along along that coastline there with the the other countries, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and it is interesting that, you know, like when I was looking at the recipes for Greek, the oregano, because everything Italian's got oregano in it. Right. So it is, it is, and you know, and parsley, that there was a lot of parsley in the um, spinach dish. Yep. And, and this is Peggy, and I want to tell you guys that next year in February, if we are at the, um, at the, um, legislative seminar in uh-huh. Alexandria, uh-huh. we need to go to a restaurant there called Taverna Krikow. And it's a really authentic Greek restaurant. It is fabulous. I'll be there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been there next the, in two weeks, uh, ten days oh, no, if we no. had it. But anyway, but it's not that far from the hotel. So, oh, awesome! Yeah. So. And if you ever get to Orlando, I know a few Greek restaurants. So, oh, yeah. good. I'll have to get those from you. We actually, believe it or not, we have one in Seabring. <laughs> that isn't too bad. So, <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Anybody else want to say hi? Cindy, do you eat any Mediterranean food? Well, you know, I'll, I'll eat anything really but a beet. 
but you know, feta doesn't like me. And but I'll eat it anyway. Sometimes if I'll take some. But what I was really I love olives. Oh my gosh! I made a pizza the other night, and I had uh, olives here, and well, not too many got on the pizza. <laughs> I ate them four, but I love olives. And I have a really good friend who's Greek, and they make all this Greek food all the time, and it's uh-huh. just so good. What I want to know is, and it's, this has just been killing me. When you were talking about that sauce water, I don't know what it was called, but it had lemon in it. It was earlier. Well, lemon sauce. Yeah. Well, okay. It is lemon sauce. I thought yeah. I had some fancy yeah. green. That just sounded fabulous. I should have been writing out, writing it down, but I didn't write the recipe down. But I'm going to tell you, that sounds so good. Well, and it'll be in the document. So you send Cindy a request that I add you to my email list okay, and I'll send I will. you the document. Yes, I have some of your recipes that you went started out and we're putting them on leadership. I all, I have all those. Well, so I'll tell I, her to I put still put your, them out. I, I still put them there. So. I'll tell her to put me. I'll do it as soon as we complete. Yeah. And okay, then I can cool. send you my contact information okay. as well. Then, so. Right. Okay, cool. All right, so we've got five minutes, which means we got to figure out what our next call is going to be. Have you ever done um, one with soup? Yes, we we did. I thought you did. Yeah, you oh, did. Dawn, I think I heard your hand pop up. Yes, there ma'am. You go, Dawn. What you got? I was wondering, have we done um, like cookies or bars? Um. Have you not received all 23 documents? <laughs> I think I have, but I have. I'm, I'm picking on you. I'm picking on you. You um, are. Because um, I, I can. I was thinking, okay, or I was thinking there are recipes, you know, and even books that are, say, like, oh, um, you know, four recipe, four ingredient recipe or five ingredient, six Ooh. ingredient. That's a good idea. I like that mm-hmm, idea. That's a good idea. How, how about recipes under five ingredients or there something? There you go. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I know it doesn't go along with our international theme right now, but I it's fine. Oh. I, oh, I'm, okay. I'm ready to change. So. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you get your we didn't get to Polish it yet. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, maybe we should do Polish the next time because we haven't done that. And, yeah, you, you know, talked we haven't, about that. We haven't done Polish and we haven't done German. Mm. Right. What about French? Well, we can we can do that down the road. Oh, I have um, the lady, um, people in New York that raised my guide dog. She's from Poland. Ooh. Oh, wow. I bet I, I'll try to get something from her. So let's do Polish. Else, I was thinking about was what about sauces? You know, I mean, there's spaghetti sauce, there's pesto sauce, there's you know, cheese sauces. I, I, has, oh has yeah, any, yeah. Let's that, let's keep that in mind for down the road. Definitely. Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking for next time, but I. Yeah. No, I I love that's that a great idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we've got two in the in the in the history. I mean, in the in the future, because. Right. How long are we going to keep doing this, guys? <laughs> as, long as, want, of as long as I want to, right? <laughs> as long as she like, wants to do this big job. Um, all right, so let's do Polish. Okay. And we can so, even combine Polish and German if you wanted to. I mean, they're right next to each other. They so. are. They are. So let's do um, 
So what would we call that, Peggy? Polish German <laughs> would be, oh. I don't know. Northern European? I don't know. Is that? Because I'm Hungarian and we're uh, Eastern European. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Let's, um, I mean, German and, and Polish, you know, they use a lot of sauerkraut and yeah. so. All right. So what are we going to call it? <laughs> Germlish. <laughs> what are we going to call our, our next call? Let's see. The next, wasn't the next one going to be about, five ingredients surrender or something? Yeah, but that's, that's down the road. We're going to oh. do another country or two and then we're going to. Be done with us. Be done with our international. Exactly. Exactly. European. Yeah, I can come up with something for that. Get closer to St. Patrick's Day, you can do Irish. Oh, Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, all right. So, so the next one we'll do. um, Yeah, the next one will be on the twenty fourth. So we'll have one more after that before um, St. Patrick's Day. Right. Right. So we'll do. Polish, German, but, you know, anybody have any cute ideas on how we can write that up? You could call it Eastern European recipes. Yeah. Polish, German. But all of you know I like something cute. I like something (laughs) cute to put in the write-up. So if you can come up with anything cute, let me know. And then the next call after that one's going to be St. Patrick's Day. So I like that. I do So, all right, well, when we meet in two weeks, which is going to be the 24th, we're going to do German-Polish cuisine. So, if anybody comes up with anything cute. You know, we could do something like, say, um, we could say something cute like uh, polish off, you know, your recipes because polish. Polish, Polish. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. All right. We're good. We're good. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for being here. Jason, thank you so much for streaming us. Cindy, thank you for being my host. And you guys have a wonderful evening. And we will talk in two weeks.